You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another great edition of JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you here on the stream, jmtheam.org, on the Nachum Siegel Network. It's Sunday, May 19th, 10th day in the month of Sivan, 5773, 72nd Daf in Erevin for those doing Daf Yomi. How are you, everyone? Hope you all had a great Shavuos, a great Shabbos, and overall a great week. Well, the announcement of the morning is I did not win the Powerball. So uh, I'm here. That's it. <laughs> I'm not at my local lottery office right now collecting any of that or turning in a ticket. <laughs> uh, one winner from uh, Florida. One winner of the over $600 million jackpot. Not I. Oh, well, I had everything planned out. You know, all the tzedakahs I was going to give, everything I was going to do, and you know, all that we were going to use it for. Well, what can you do? That's it. So, you know what? Instead, I'm here playing great Jewish music, having a great program, and a great time with you on a Sunday morning. Send me an email. Uh, if you happen to be the winner, you know, I don't know if you're going to send me an email, but you could do it. Uh, you could send me an email to matis at nachomsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachomsegel.com. Go to our Facebook page, JM Sunday, like the page. And uh, keep up to date with what's going on here on JM Sunday. We'll have Rabbi uh, Goldwasser at 7.30 with Morning Chizuk and News from Israel. Top of the hour at 8 o'clock. And uh, in between all that, a lot of Jewish music. That's what we're doing this morning. We're going to play a lot of Jewish music. It looks overcast right now where we are here at 7.07 in the morning Eastern Time. But the uh, day is supposed to turn sunny, so I, I hope that's going to happen. It's a mild 58 degrees outside right now. Um, but uh, it should change and get sunnier as the day progresses. So we'll see what happens with that and see what kind of plans we have. Back to the music here on uh, JM Sunday with a couple of selections I think we're up to. Yeah, by Isaac Honig, a couple of selections here on JM Sunday.
Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. It's more than a camera store. It's the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. 42 West 18th Street, New York City. That's the address, 1-800-223-2500 is the phone number. Adorama has cameras, audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPods, iPads, and much, much more. Adorama, imaging and beyond since 1975. Official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. And right now here on JM Sunday, it is time for Rabbi David Goldwasser. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. Chazal tell us in Kedushan that a person's obligated to teach his son Torah. There's a Yeshaimrim, an opinion, that he must also teach him how to swim in the water. What's the explanation of this? The answer is that if a person comes to the danger, to the sakana, that he could drown in the river, then he will know how to save himself. The great godel of our generation, Rav Yoshev, asks a question. Even on dry land, it's possible that a person's going to encounter marauders or bandits. Why is it a person chayev to learn karate or fencing? And if you'll say that the father is obligated to teach his son how to strengthen his body, why is it specifically done through swimming? There are all kinds of exercises that can strengthen the body. 
The answer is that when a tree falls into the water, it will float. It will not sink to the depths of the sea. With all of this, a person would not say that the tree knows how to swim because the tree only goes to the place where the water takes it. A person who is a swimmer, however, can swim in any direction he wants, even against the stormy waters. A Jew who spends his life swimming in the waters among all the nations is not permitted to rely solely on the currents of the water. The waves may then transport him to a place wherever they want him to go, and it is the Jew who has to determine the place where he wishes to go. Therefore, the father's obligation is to teach his child how to swim against the waves, against the currents, so that he will not be frightened and he will know how to preserve himself. Chazal tell us in the Medrash that B'nai Yisrael, may they proliferate abundantly like fish within the land. B'nai Yisrael are compared to fish. Kosher fish have two specific signs, fins and scales. The fins signify the Chochmah to swim, to be miskaber on the time and the place, and that represents the person's obligation to teach his child Torah. The second simon is the scales. They are the scales on the fish that shield its body. These symbolize Torah and mitzvahs that shield and protect us throughout our lives. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Thank you, Rabbi Goldwasser, 7.33 in the morning, Eastern Time, here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you on this 19th day in the month of May. 10th day in the month of Sivan, 57.73, Erevin, Daf 72, for those following Daf Yomi. During the first half hour of the show, we opened up our music selection with Moda Ani by Regesh. After that, we heard a couple of selections from Isaac Honig, from the uh, Al Haharim album, Hareini Mizamin and uh, B'Shefa Bracha. Following that, Ephraim Mendelssohn with uh, the Shiri Nafshi volume number two album, and the selection from there was Adon Olam, uh, Echol Basimcha from the Litwin Brothers, and uh, rounding out the first half hour of the show musically was Anna Avda from the uh, Maleolam album by Shlomo Katz here on a JM Sunday. Now, what's happening this uh, this week in the uh, Nachum Siegel world and the network world and JM in the AM? A couple of things. First, Nachum will be back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., bright and early, live on JM in the AM, uh, 91.1 FM, and a couple of other stations out there, and, of course, on the stream at jmintheam.org. Following that, there will be the uh, another great edition of the Israel Show, with Mayor Weingarten. That'll be at 9 o'clock on the stream tomorrow morning. And uh, then on Wednesday morning, Nachum, of course, will be in on Tuesday, uh, but on Wednesday morning, JM the AM goes mobile, and uh, Nachum will be broadcasting live from Bruria High School in Elizabeth, New Jersey. And it is the unofficial kickoff of the 50th anniversary of Bruria, and uh, one of the uh, the culminating events of the celebration will be uh, the JEC dinner taking place, I believe it's on June 3rd of this year. So Nachum will be broadcasting live from Bruria from 6 to 9 a.m. 
uh, with a lot of exciting guests and uh, programming. I, uh, I'll see if I, I can uh, make it there. Depends on traffic at uh, that time of morning. We'll see. Uh, but hopefully I can join Nachum for at least part of the show. And uh, it's going to be very exciting. And then, of course, an entire rest of the week of uh, JM in the AM. So that's uh, what we're looking forward to coming up this week. Today, after uh, this show, after my show, we uh, have a, a full day of programming on the stream, some encore presentations of various shows, and then a great music mix that is put together on the stream, 7.36 in the morning. Don't forget, by the way, when you go to Facebook, you can like Mayor Weingarten's Israel Show, and you can like the the page for Israel Show, and you can like the page for JM Sunday. Send us a message. Uh, if you have a request, let me know. Mayor does uh, a couple of special segments in his show, including the uh, the very popular Mayor Milim segment. So uh, get on that uh, Facebook list, and you'll find out everything uh, that you would like to know about the programs. If you want to send me an email, please do so. Matis at NachumSiegel.com. M-A-T-T-E-S at NachumSiegel.com. 7.37 in the morning. We're going to go back to the music here on JM Sunday. It's a Geishel with uh, Ani Hozer here on JM Sunday.
Milim Shelleruach from Gad Elbaz here on JM Sunday. Mata Swinegast with you until 9 o'clock this morning, and then the stream carries you throughout the day with uh, this week some great encore programming and uh, Jewish music on the stream, jmtheam.org, nachamsegel.com. Coming up on 8 o'clock in the morning, Eastern Time, and the weather forecast tells me that the weather we have now, which is kind of overcast and cloudy, more than overcast, cloudy, is going to continue throughout the day. Right now it's 57 degrees outside, and it's going up to a high of only 60, and a low of 59 tonight, and showers all day long. So why am I telling you this? Because I can tell you that in Israel, for our Israeli listeners right now, it's 86 degrees. <laughs> And sunny. And it's going down to a low of only 61 degrees later today. That's the weather for Sunday, May 19th, 2013, 10th day in the month of Sivan, 5773. Uh, before God Elbaz, we heard from uh, Shira Hadasha with Az Yashir, holy man from uh, Isaac Biton with songs for a brother from Raya Mehemna. Baruch Haba from Avraham Fried and uh, Itzik Eichel with uh, Ani Chozer began our song segment for uh, the second half hour of this morning's show. wanted to remind you, as I do throughout the show, that uh, JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. It's more than a camera store. It's the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network, 42 West 18th Street, New York City, 1-800-223-2500, Adorama, Imaging and Beyond since 1975, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. I mentioned before, I'll remind you that this coming Wednesday, JM and the AM goes mobile and is going to be broadcasting live from Breweria High School in Elizabeth, New Jersey. It's the unofficial kickoff of the 50th anniversary celebration of Breweria taking place this year, and uh, there will be a great celebration at the JEC dinner on June 3rd. But JM and the AM will be there live on uh, on Wednesday of this week, starting 6 a.m. at Breweria High School. So uh, don't forget to tune in and uh, check that out. Right now, at this time on Sunday, it's time for our news from Israel, and we check in with Hannah Levy Julian who is a correspondent and an editor for the Israel National News English Division. She is a news broadcaster in Israel, and she joins us live this morning to tell us the latest news from Israel. Good morning, Chana. Good morning, Matis. How are you? Great, thank you. What's new in the world of Israel besides great weather, much better weather than we're having here? (laughs) But I'll tell you, it it, it rained. It rained last week. Okay, uh, that's good. Thunder and lightning in the south. Uh, in Arad, there was a, a thunderstorm. Wow. And there was some rain, out of season, but it's always welcome. Uh, I should tell you, it's been a little bit of uh, rock and roll over the weekend, literally rock and roll. Um, dozens of Arab Muslims rioted in the old city of Jerusalem on uh, the Shabbat, hurling rocks at Israeli police and setting fire to trash bins near the Nablus Gate. Two were arrested in that demonstration, which featured banners calling for a third intifada. The riot was seen as an extension of others held in the old city last week to mark what the Arabs called the Nakba, the catastrophe. This is how they refer to the reestablishment of the Jewish state on May 15, 1948. The Israeli army 
says it's going to put a stop to attacks on Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, and if necessary, will use live fire to do so. In general, there's been an escalation in Arab attacks on Israelis over the past few months. Yehuda Dana, security chief for the Shimron region around the town of Beit El, told Al Sheva the attacks are becoming much more brazen in a way residents haven't seen for years. Until now, Arab riders were handled with kid gloves, he said, and soldiers have been limited to using non-lethal means of riot dispersal, which the attackers are well aware of. But Dana said that there has now been a change, which he credited to Brigadier General Tamir Yadai, the new commander for the IDF Judea and Samaria Division. He said after local security personnel met with Yadai, the new commander was adamant that rocks would not be allowed to reach past fences around the towns, and that the army would take a firm approach toward the attacks. Bottom line, Dana said residents are watching to see if Yadai backs up his words by allowing Israeli soldiers to take action on the ground. At least 16 people were wounded in Arab attacks last week, including seven soldiers, seven police officers, and two civilians. Last night, a number of Israeli drivers fell victim to an Arab ambush set up near the Jewish town of Shiloh in the Benjamin region in the northern part of the country. Beginning at around 1 o'clock in the morning, the attackers were hurling rocks at passing cars with Israeli license plates. At least one family was hit. Uh, there was a four-month-old baby in the car. Fortunately, that baby was not hurt, but the husband required hospital care. Um, the wife just kept driving. Um, you should also know that uh, those rock attacks are not limited to the roads, and they are not limited to Judea and Samaria. They are also in eastern Jerusalem in the neighborhoods there and, of course, on Harabait. On, uh, on the Temple Mount. In other news, Iran has executed two men it convicted on charges of spying for Israel and the United States. Mohammed Hadari was accused of receiving payment to provide intelligence on various security issues and national secrets in repeated meetings with the Mossad, quote, uh, according to the Iranian prosecutor's office. Korush Ahmadi was found guilty also of providing intelligence on various issues, unquote, to the CIA. Both of those peoples executed in Tehran. And Syria is pointing advanced surface-to-surface Tishleen missiles at Israel, according to a report in the British Sunday Times. The deployment of the missiles was discovered by Israeli reconnaissance satellites monitoring Syrian military activity on the ground. Syria has placed its army on standby with orders to launch the missiles at Tel Aviv if Israel carries out another airstrike on Syrian soil. The the Israeli government, however, has warned President Bashar al-Assad that his government will face, quote, crippling consequences, unquote, if Syria hits back at Israel. This comes after a series of airstrikes uh, on centers to process weaponry and convoys taking chemical weapons and advanced missiles to the Hezbollah terror bases in Lebanon. While all this is going on, three United Nations peacekeeping soldiers were kidnapped by Syrians in the buffer zone in the Golan Heights last week. The U.N. force is deployed in the no-man's land between the two countries. It's not really clear who abducted those three soldiers, and they were returned after five uh, hours. But it's the third such incident since the beginning of March. 
the last two incidents were carried out by the Yarmouk Martyrs Brigade, which is part of the Islamist faction in the uh, rebel uh, forces. Tensions are escalating in the region, as you can see, and it appears that Israel and, to a certain extent, even Syria uh, are now being caught in a renewal of the Cold War uh, between Russia and the United States. It seems to be being renewed. Last week, Russia sent a dozen warships to the eastern Mediterranean. They're patrolling now around the Syrian port city of Tartur. And the United States, as we know, has a number of military personnel deployed as consultants and experts to the rebel forces in Jordan. And uh, they're also in Israel working on the Iron Dome and other defense systems. A bare 1,500 protesters in local news managed to put together demonstrations to talk about their displeasure with the new austerity budget that was passed last week by the cabinet. Israel is facing a 40 billion shekel deficit, and the government is taking some strict measures to try and wrestle with that problem. The protesters are upset that the new budget is not really much different from any other that Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu might have passed in the previous administration. And that's despite the fact that his new finance minister, Yair Lapid, was elected on the social reform platform voted in by these same protesters. There were demonstrations in Tel Aviv, Kisaria, which is where Netanyahu's private home is located, and in Beersheba. Finally, Germany is offering to help broker efforts to restart once more the final status negotiations with the Palestinian Authority. And that's it. Well, that's uh, a very, very <laughs> packed week from Israel to say that's yes, it. It's and that's been busy. And that's with one day of uh, Yom Tov this past week in Israel for that's the uh, for the holiday of Shavuot. I guess reality is hitting the newly elected Knesset members in terms of what they're facing and what it takes to really run a government on a day-to-day basis, not just in theory but in practice. And I'm sure that although people want to see uh, changes happening faster, it may not be that easy to do what uh, what had been you know, promised to do uh, in this short period of time. No, they're getting a reality check. Defense costs money. That's the bottom line. Right, absolutely. And uh, you know, I'm sure that uh, things will, will heat up in many ways over the course of the summer. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, ho- hopefully they can, they can you know, stem the tide in terms of the, um, in terms of the economy. And, uh, and move forward with that. So we look forward to hearing what's going on there. And that's the news from Israel. We thank you, Connor Levy Julian, for joining us as you do each and every Sunday morning live here on Have JM Sunday. Week. Thanks. You too. Take care. Take care. It is uh, 8.10 in the morning. Mata Swan guest with you on JM Sunday, the 19th of May, the 10th of Sivan. And uh, the weather outside in Yerushalayim is 86 degrees. And here in uh, the northern, eastern part of the United States, it's 57. And it's going to be raining today, only going to a high of 60 degrees. We're going to go back to music in just a second. I wanted to remind you that after this show will be an encore presentation of the Book of Life with Charlie Harari. That will be on the stream. We'll have a bunch of encore presentations throughout the day and then great music mix throughout uh, the rest of the Day. Tomorrow morning, Nachum is back with the beginning of the work week and school week show on JM and the AM. And uh, Mayor Weingarten will follow that on the stream with Mayor Milim segments 
and other great programming on the Israel Show. That'll be on the stream, jmtheam.org, nachamsegel.com. Don't forget to go to our Facebook pages, like the pages, so we can increase the number of listeners that communicate with us through Facebook, and uh, they can all find out, you can all find out, what's going on with our programs. If you want to reach me by email, please do so. We'd love to get email. It's matis at nachamsegel.com, M-A-T-T-E-S at nachamsegel.com. Here is Tali, Sally Stern with Ata Echad on JM Sunday.
has it that Dudu Fisher will be joining Nachum, I believe, tomorrow morning on JM the AM. Here he is on JM Sunday with Imesh Kachech Yerushalayim.
8.34 in the morning here on JM Sunday. Matis Weingast with you on this 19th day in the month of May, the 10th day in the month of Sivan, 57.73. We are with you live every Sunday morning, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time. And uh, we are coming to you on jmtheam.org, the Nachum Siegel Network, nachumsiegel.com. As I mentioned earlier, Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. bright and early to start off the work week and the school week here in the USA. We start off the work week around the world because there are plenty of people who work on Sundays. And as you know, we have a lot of listeners in uh, in the United Kingdom and in London uh, in particular, and uh, I try to keep up with what's going on. Uh, checking in with the Jewish Chronicle. I did not do that earlier, uh, so I apologize for the uh, suddenness of this, but uh, I found out that today is a, an amazing program taking place uh, called Gefilte Fest 2013. It is an annual celebration of Jewish food, and uh, about, uh, oh, nearly a 1,000 people are expected to attend today. So I called up, and I have on the line right now, and I'm very honored to have him join us, we have Mike Leventhal is the founder and director of GefiltaFest. Good morning, Mike, and welcome to JM Sunday. Thank you very much. It's good afternoon here. It is 20 to 2 in the afternoon in London. It is, yes, it is. It is 20 to 2, and you are having the, uh, as you just told me, the fourth uh, festival of Gefilte Fest in the last three years. You began this organization in 2010. What in what is Gefilte Fest? Uh, that's hard to say. Gefilte Fest is, I suppose, is a celebration of all things Jewish and foodie. Um, everyone eats, and food is a wonderful way to bring the whole community together. Everyone enjoys their food. Um, through food, you can explore so much about Jewish laws, Jewish traditions, Jewish ethics, Jewish culture. Um, and it's one thing that binds the whole community together. We have Jews from uh, liberal, Mazorti, Orthodox, Reform, secular Jews. We have non-Jewish people here trying out some, some <laughs> Jewish treats. Um, and it gets bigger every year. It's exhausting. Oh, I, I'm sure those in the United States and in the New York area are familiar with Kosher Fest. Um, are you familiar with the Kosher Fest that we have over here every year? I know of it, and I've, I also know the Gefilteria in New York, but hopefully next year we'll have them over. Right. Um, and I'd like to go to Kosher Fest myself. So this is a cultural celebration day in, uh, in the United Kingdom there. Yeah, we have um, about 20 stalls in the garden, and at any one time through the day, we have about eight different sessions going on. There are live cookery demos. I've, I can just see some chaos beyond the window because we've just finished an Ashkenazi versus Sephardi cook-off to see who has the superior cuisine. <laughs> um, we have hands-on. You can learn to make your own color or to pickle your own things and sauerkraut. Um, at the moment, Rabbi Harvey Bolovsky from Golders Green Synagogue is talking about whether or not locusts are kosher, and I think there is going to be a tasting of the locusts in about 20 minutes. Well, I'll, I'll um, rely on you to, to tell us how that is. I, I, uh, I'll trust your judgment. Um, they, they're just very crunchy. We, I, I tried them a couple of weeks ago as a rehearsal. We tried them before. <laughs> Excellent. Now, where is this taking place today? Um, it's in Ivy House in Golders Green in North London, which is the home of our partner organization, which is the London Jewish Cultural Center. And we've been here for three of the last um, four festivals, and every year they help. It's a, 
it, it has a food connection because it used to be the home of Anna Pavlova. Wow. So there is a kind of food pedigree here, and and every year they welcome us in. Beautiful. Mike Leventhal is our guest this morning, our surprise guest. I caught you right in the middle of the day of uh, Fest. You're the founder and director of it. Uh, the program runs today until, I believe you said, 6 p.m., your time, so that's about another four and a half hours that people can come and enjoy and uh, sample what you have there and take some classes and just uh, meet up with everyone and meet up with different people. We have, at the end of the day, it's not too late, we have the awards of the 2013, the Best of Kosher Food in England Awards. So there's a mad tasting, we have some celebrity judges, we have one surprise guest coming along, and so people can, people have been voting for months of who makes the best um, kosher challah and rugelach and, and bagels. We have a live tasting and there's still plenty. Very there's exciting. A lot of here as well. Uh, very exciting. Who won uh, <laughs> last, f- the festival? Who won the, in one of the main categories, let's say, in, in the last festival? Kai Feng has won kosher Chinese restaurant, the best, the best kosher restaurant award for the last two years, so they're trying to make it a hat-trick. There's always very fierce competition for the best bagels and best color, and that's been known to start fights. Um, <laughs> it's a very fiercely competitive thing. The Ashkenazi Safari kickoff. There was, <laughs> there was some wonderful chaos in there, and I think I'm right in saying that the Safari cooks just carried off the, the prize. Wow. Wow, very interesting. Uh, in the uh, kosher food market, uh, is there anything new that's come out lately uh, in that area or something different, something that has not been on the market for a while or ever? Um, there are lots of kind of new, um, I think it's actually a Jewish um, tradition of street food. You know, people used to sell pickles 100 years ago on the sure. street. And, and we're back. There are a lot of Jewish people in London running street vans parked outside from the window I, I can see we have falafel feast there's a wonderful innovative person called amy bielin who runs a, a kosher pop-up restaurant called kosher roast um who's doing all sorts of kind of new and original things i think i think people are, are trying to reinvent classic dishes but to make them fun and exciting there are a lot of jewish chefs working in different restaurants around here um, I think it's a good time. I'm very pleased to have crashed onto the food Excellent. Team. It sounds like a great program. And Thank you. Uh, again, I, I apologize to you and to my guests and my listeners for uh, for not knowing about this ahead of time. We'll make sure. When is the next one coming? <laughs> Looking ahead to your uh, busy schedule. We run events through the year. If you look at gefiltefest.org, G E F I L T E fest.org. Someone, I'm married to a safari and someone told me the name was too Ashkenazi. Um, we do little events through the year, but the, uh, the festival's our biggest, and we already have a date next year. It's, you can book your tickets to London. Next year is Sunday, May the 25th, and it's going to be bigger and better, I hope. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I want to thank you, Mike Leventhal, founder and director of Gefilte Fest, for joining me this thank morning you. and this afternoon, your time on JM Sunday. We look forward to speaking to you during the year and getting some more information about the programs and the organizations. Thank you again. Thank enjoy you. Really enjoy the rest of the day. Have a good day yourself. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that was uh, that was Mike Leventhal of uh, Gefilte Fest here on JM Sunday. You never know. That's why you always have to listen to the show the whole way. You never know what's going to happen or who's going to pop up. We didn't know about this till right now. There's a great program going on, nearly 1,000 people throughout the day. And uh, it is, uh, for those of you in the New York area, 
are familiar with Kosher Fest, it's something similar to that, uh, and you still have some time to get there, and um, it is at the London Jewish Cultural Center, so for those of you listening in London, it's at the Ivy House, 94-96 North End Road in London. Uh, Mike uh, Leventhal told me before we went on the air that uh, all the uh, food that is uh, in the demonstrations or um, or sampling is all under orthodox uh, kosher supervision. Uh, there's no meat at the program today. You can go and you can have a feast. You can meet people and uh, have a great day with that. So we thank Mike Leventhal for joining us here on JM Sunday. We're going to go back to the music with uh, Jonathan Rizel and... Uh, that is going to uh, start off our song segment in this half hour. I did want to remind you that JM Sunday is brought to you by Adorama. We'll get to you, Yonatan, in one second. More than a camera store, the official electronics retailer of the Nachum Siegel Network. 42 West 18th Street, New York City, 1-800-223-2500. For cameras, audiovisual equipment, electronics, portable entertainment, iPads, iPods, and much more, Adorama. Imaging and beyond, since 1975, official sponsor of the Nachum Siegel Network. Et panecha Hashem avakesh, et panecha avakesh, et panecha avakesh avakesh. Et panecha Hashem avakesh, et panecha avakesh, et panecha avakesh avakesh. Lecha amalibi, b'kshu fanai lecha amalibi, b'kshu fanai lecha amalibi, b'kshu fanai et panecha I'm not going to be 
find a solution. It's up to us, bringing happiness and freedom.
Mendelssohn here on JM Sunday with Adon HaShalom. My thanks to Chana Levi Julian and uh, for the news from Israel and to my uh, surprise special guest, Mike Leventhal, founder and director of Gefilte Fest. Uh, for all you London listeners, you can go there today and have a great time uh, for the next few hours. About to four more hours left to that program over at the London, uh, the London uh, Jewish Cultural Center over there. Uh, don't forget that uh, following this show, an encore presentation of Charlie Harari with the Book of Life. Uh, great programming all throughout the day. Tomorrow morning, Nachum will be back at uh, not, at 6 a.m. with the uh, Back to School and Back to Work beginning edition of JM in the AM. And uh, following that at 9 a.m., the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Don't forget to like our pages on Facebook, the Israel Show, and uh, the uh, JM Sunday page. Uh, on Wednesday, Jamie the M goes mobile over to Berea High School to uh, start the unofficial celebration of Berea's 50th anniversary year this year, so we'll be there to join you. Thanks again for joining me this morning. See you next week here on JM Sunday.